using your firewall and filling your ports with technology goodness. It's the 1352 Report. And Chris, this is where we talk just to interrupt Bruce as we get that recording. <laughs> we say and then we like, ask what and then we ask what Bruce what state I'm from. Uh, I, yeah. I'm there, man. I'm totally there. So <laughs> hey everyone, welcome to another action-packed episode of the 1352 Report. My name is Bruce Elgort, and substituting in for Sean Bridges this week is Somebody with hair. Somebody with hair, and that's oh. a, that's a lot of people. Come on. Sorry, Chris Miller. From um, well, I'm not going to tell you my state. Okay. That, that gives away the intro to every one of your podcasts. <laughs> and Jess Stratton from Rhode Island. Oh, he got it. Yeah, I, I, I'm working on, you know, New Year's coming up. Uh, you know, we we, we got to get this thing right. And from New Hampshire, Carl Tyler. No, I'm from Rhode Island. Jess is from New Hampshire. <laughs> I, I live just down the road from James Wood High School. Yeah. Yeah. So, Chris, thanks First off, for uh, joining today's episode, and and today we're going to talk about geek gadgets since the holiday season's coming up, and um, we're also going to talk about Jess's new car and how she rear-ended someone twittering. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we know uh, we know what would happen someday. So, um, and and that's and, not true, boy. I, We'll, we'll, we'll yeah, the, the insurance company may be listening say, to at this. At least on the insurance <laughs> forms, that's not true. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> so, um, Chris, let's let's jump in right with you since uh, since you're the newbie on the show here. Uh, you know thanks. what kind of what kind of gadgets you know you're thinking about uh, getting or recommending for people out there, and let's just say uh, for the for the women in in, in your life. For the women in uh, no, gadgets, I said washing woman. machine. I said woman, not women. Let, let's I, start. I, well, for the woman in your life. Well, I have a daughter, so you know. So you know, okay, yeah. women, go for it. You've got to deal with multiple. Uh, let's see. We're looking at a new phone, so we'll have a a choice between uh, the new Droid or possibly an updated BlackBerry. Nobody here's on AT and T, so no iPhone. That takes care of that, hands down. That's a, that's a done deal already. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Little gadgets. Well, what they about are, the, what about what about the daughter what would you how you know what's the age range of the daughter and what would you get her and why at 16 she already has a netbook um so that gets rid of a lot of that gadget she probably want the upgraded phone that's why mm-hmm. she wants an upgraded phone she just got a netbook a few months ago so she's running linux and lotus symphony <laughs> on the netbook right uh she's running windows and she's actually running uh domino web access against a foundation server uh, does now, she, there, does she tell her friends? Mustn't love. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and she uses Google Apps, so there's Google Apps involved too. So there's a couple different email accounts in play. Uh huh. No gadgets. There, it'd be a new phone. Uh, that would probably be high on the ratings right now as a new phone. So she's uh, a BlackBerry type. It would be a BlackBerry type because the current plan doesn't have Droid on it. Uh, that's only a Verizon, and we're not. We're on Sprint. So probably a new BlackBerry would be in order, like a Curve. Okay. What about your wife? Um, let's, I have no clue. Really? No clue. Nothing. A, a nice, a nice washing machine, tumble dryer. Well, you mentioned it and the boy, you know, the girl is a twin. So her uh, twin brother just bought himself a new laptop and a new Blackberry. So he's SOL on the gadgets for that also. It's, it's a real hard press thing. The mm-hmm. gadget thing is going to be hard pressed this thing. I think it's going to be normal everyday gifts for this year. Now, outside people, that's a different story. 
But for those two, they're already stuck with enough gadgets. Outside, let's see. <laughs> we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do fun little goofy stuff. We're gonna do uh, some Roombas this year. I know that sounds silly, but uh, some people don't like to vacuum that we know. It's not silly. That is on my list for gadgets. Mm-hmm. Well, no. we got over on linens and things. So apparently they mismarked the Roombas and they had the new Discovery Roombas with two adapters. I mean, uh, two of the sonic walls, or they're called invisible walls, for 69 bucks. Wow. What? Wow. Now they, they mistagged them as a different type of vacuum. Wow. I, I really like the iScuba. Oh. I'm very... Tell I'm me very, about that. Like, why I'm do you need, very happy my, with here's, that one. Here's one of the reasons why I like my Roomba so much. I have the iRobot Roomba 560, and I swear to God, that thing's going to take over the world one day. <laughs> it, like, it buffs the floor. Like, it cleans, okay, it cleans right. ceramic tile, wood floor, carpet, area rugs. It doesn't get caught up in cords. It does tassels, you know, and it buffs the floor. So half the time when I think I have to mop, which is what I think the scuba does, it turns out that the buffing, it gets it out anyway. So what I don't about have dog to. hair? So tell the- me. It well, they, ha- they have a dog Roomba for dog hair, which has slightly different wheels, and I have that one so that the wheels don't get clogged up on the hair. But the scuba, um, basically what that does is you fill it with water and cleaning fluid, and then it, it's, it goes around at like a little slow pace and deposits some water whilst it's brushing where the water's been put down, and then right behind where the brushes are, it sucks up the dirty water. Hmm. And it kind of has a big squeegee on the bottom as well. So to, the, the, to push the water into the vacuum bit. So, and then you, you tip out the uh, dirty water afterwards. So carpets, normal... Yeah, what do you do with No, no, no. This is, this, is for, this is for ceramic tile and for hardwood hard, floors, hardwood. maybe. But so you wouldn't want to use it on... Um, you'd, you'd only want to use it on real hardwood, not that fake hardwood. Because laminate, if you get water in the cracks of laminate, it can uh, kind of bubble and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going uh, to rule that I mean, one I, of those. I, I use it for my kitchen... Now, if we have hardwoods, we have the real hardwoods, but we also have area rugs. So, like, does it know that it's going over a rug and it won't mop no, that? It'd get everything wet. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, no, you put up the wall. Put up the yeah, wall. You could, so it put up a wall. Yeah. But, you know, th- that's what I do is I just put up the invisible wall at the end of the kitchen so it doesn't leave the kitchen. By the way, for everybody, the, the Roomba is really neat. One of the best features about the Roomba is that it goes around. It cleans the room, and then when it's done, it goes right back to its charging station. So you can actually schedule it to clean, say, like 10 o'clock every day or every other day when you're not home, and then you just come home, and it's always clean. And it takes five minutes, um, probably like every other day or so, probably like less than that, three minutes to just clean all the brushes and empty the bin and then put it back on its charger, and you're good to go. So definitely does make a good gift. I'm going to miss those tumbleweeds of dog hair in the kitchen. Oh, well, that's it, why I got it. I was just fed up with it, and it's been amazing. I forget to run mine, so I still have the tumbleweeds. Put it on a schedule like we do. Mine's, mine's an old one. I don't have a scheduler. Oh, you got a schedule. Every Saturday. I have, I have to go push the button and stuff. It's, it's a lot of hassle. Oh, when you yeah, when, when my daughter started <laughs> playing with the tumbleweeds, I knew it was time for a Roomba. So oh. I, can, I can get a Roomba and get rid of the cleaning person. Give Gail a, uh, a Roomba and say, we're going to... Well, <laughs> No, you know what? The, the room is kind of like having a cleaner come. You have to clean the house before the the, the room gets it's, set up. Yes, you do. You do have to pick up some pens and things if you've dropped socks. But it's good because I appreciate that because it makes me keep on top of cleaning, you know, picking that's all that why, stuff up. That's why I think people have cleaners is so they keep the house clean for the cleaner. <laughs> it's like unexpected company. Nothing will get your house cleaner than unexpected company. <laughs> right. It's amazing. Here we are talking about blackberries and we just gravitated right to the Roomba. <laughs> you asked about products. gifts. Yeah, cleaning products. Just about gifts now. That you know that leads into automating everything you can. Mm-hmm. So well, let's, 
Now, now, Chris, don't you have a um, robotic yes. lawnmower? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, there's no cut in the grass. Can I yeah. talk about my other favorite gadget, speaking about automating? Is it a sheep? Is it the shower cleaner? <laughs> no, it's called the smart shopper. And I, it's my grocery list organizer. And I, I totally feel whenever I talk about it that it needs a number after it. Like, you know how they had like the Bassomatic 5000? Johnny or 5. Yeah, Johnny 5. Like, smart I, shop. like I always feel like it should be called the Smart Shopper 2000. Is, it's, just is the, it, it's just the Smart Shopper. Is this in the purse with your coupon organizer? No, it, it's on the fridge. Here's the thing. Like with our grocery list, like we, we used to just keep this scrap of paper on the counter that would be our grocery list. And like – inevitably the one person that was out would end up going grocery shopping and wouldn't have the list. So we'd have to text it and then we'd end up not getting certain things on the list or it would get wait, wait, lost. Let me ask, did you buy this thing before I even, we go for it. Did you actually did buy, buy this? Yeah, the I smart, have it. So the here's smart. a, here's a question. This, yeah. this sounds like the perfect opportunity for an iPhone app is you take stuff out of the fridge and it's empty, scan it with the iPhone app with take a picture of the barcode. It should be automatically sent to Peapod for your weekly order or something. Does this do you, exist? I don't know. Do you think it, it, it must cool? do? It'd I don't know. I don't have an iPhone. Well, what this well, does? A palm, a palm yeah, let me tell you. Do it too. It's let me bucks. tell you what this does. It, it, um, you just press a button. It's like this little tiny device. It's probably about seven inches long by maybe four inches wide, and it's got a little screen on it. And you press a button that says record. And so I would go, you know, press the button and just say what you need, like coffee or dog food. And it appears on the list. It's very good voice recognition technology. And you can also put in custom devices. And then you also give it a category. Um, and so what happens is when you click the print button, it prints out your list and everything's categoried by like produce and health and beauty and deli um, so that you can print out the list as many times as you need and you can delete things from the list when you get them. And it's great. And and future future smart shoppers, the one that of course that we don't have, but smart shopper three thousand exactly. You can organize the categories in order of your grocery store, so that you can literally like just go up and down the store in order and get everything. So so how much does um how much does smart shopper eight point five (laughs) cost? It was about seventy dollars, and it's probably dropped because we've had it for a long time. Online, it's ninety nine ninety nine. Is it really? At smart shopper USA. Oh, yeah, well, but it's, see, if you get well it, worth it, if you get it using Smart Shopper, it's it's cheaper. No wait, you have to <laughs> you have to buy replacement paper for it too, don't you? Well, it comes with tons. We've we have not even come close to all the paper that that, they, that came with it. You must have got this off Amazon because on the actual Smart Shopper site, it's like a hundred bucks. Yeah, I got it from I got everything from Amazon. So this thing has a printer in it. Yep. Yep. So you just you record and you you just go up to a press the record button and say coffee, you know, and it'll put it in the coffee and tea category, and then when you print out the list, it prints everything out by category, and you can put your own things in there. For example, our bank, um, our grocery store also has a bank in there, so I put in a custom category that said deposit checks, and in the category I put errands, so it'll show up on the list too when I need to remind myself that I have to deposit checks also. No. What model do you have? That's what I want to know is because actually there's two models. This is this is getting funny. It's like thirty bucks the cheap way on Amazon, but a hundred bucks for the deluxe model. Oh now I have to go look it up. I'm pretty so, sure we do not have any sort of deluxe model. I think the I deluxe say, model comes with a set of boots. If somebody had come to me with <laughs> it this does use grocery shopping for you. <laughs> I would have said if somebody came to me with this idea, I would have just gone, What a stupid idea. People just write it down on a bit of paper. No, or you, no. Or you just walk around the store remembering as you go around what it oh, was you yep. did. We have, well, the some, do- we have the $30 one. Someone's so going to write a, a shop for you. Gift. Someone's going to write a notes app to do it. So that I, is I'm the, sure it must exist. 
for $30, that's a great gift for somebody. Wow. I'll give her that. Because I'll, I tell you, I tell you, I cannot live without this thing. And it just sticks right to your fridge. So. Wow. All right, Carl, I'm, Carl what about you, the single guy in the, in the bunch here? You know, what would you uh, get for your, one of your, 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 your dates? Uh, well, jeez, uh, somebody told me something earlier, but I don't think I could say it. It'd be too bad. <laughs> oh, what the hell? I'll go for, somebody said there's a product called Oh My Pod. Let me see if that's what it was. Oh My Pod? <laughs> Which, all I'm going to say is, like, we're not even going to do oh, oh My Pod. Oh, but actually, if you put in Oh My Pod, it goes to the same website. O-H-M-I-B-O-D. But that's all we're going to say about it. And if people want to go see what it is, that's the website. Well, thanks, Carl. <laughs> so, what about Carl? You have a couple of nieces, and 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 you know your parents. You know what gadget wise, what what would you get them? So, I had a few things down. As if you know, it depends upon whether you have money or not, and whether you know the people live here in the states or live abroad. So, I had one thing. If if you have somebody that has a Netflix account, is a big Netflix fan, and they have a high def TV, you could get them something like the uh, Netflix Roku, which is for a hundred bucks. You can plug it into your TV and stream the uh, instant play movies from Netflix. You must get a Roku anyway. No, because if you have a PlayStation Three or an Xbox, you don't need a Roku because they can both stream Netflix and stuff. No, not just Netflix. Though, talking about other stuff, it does more than just Netflix. Yeah, I'm. I'm just saying PlayStation Three with you know. So one of the other ones, if you got somebody that's a big media geek. I would yep. suggest something like the PlayStation 3. It makes a great media player. Um, also, obviously, you can play games on it. It has a web browser in it. Um, mm. It works pretty good. And then um, one device this year that I've actually been really pleased with, and you know, Linux people will probably hate me, but Windows Home Server. It's something that Microsoft sent me, so get that out there right now. But it's become kind of the device that I use all the time. It's, it streams my movies. Um, it's my iTunes player server. Every machine I have in the house gets backed up to it nightly. Um, I can, you know, run MuTorrent on it or whatever for downloading open source software. Um, and that's that's been something that, you know, peace of mind of just knowing everything's backed up there every night. But it's Windows. You know what? It is, and it works. I don't care. It's Windows 2003 server is what it's based on. How many, how many gigs of storage and what kind? How is it? Uh, is it uh, RAID 5? What is it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't care about that. It's mirrored. Uh, yeah. it's can, you, like, can you replace a driver easily, like kind of like yeah, what the you, Drobo you does? It's not quite as easy as the Drobo. I actually wrote a, uh, a comparison of them both a while back. I mean, I just plug into the network. It's got a gigabit network uh, port in it. It performs much, much quicker than the Drobo does. Because I also have a Drobo with a Drobo share. And the the Drobo is limited by its 100 megabit um, connection yep. and its USB connection. The thing that is just fantastic about the Drobo is the fact that you can just pop a drive out and put another one in. You don't have to really understand anything about it, RAID. It's just doing its own special kind of RAID. Unless you don't, unless it fills up on you without you knowing it, then you're screwed. Well, if it fills up with, when you, it takes a while for it to redo those drives and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Drobo share too is, I mean, is, hasn't gotten pretty. Uh, good reviews right i don't know there's a there's a, is that the one that's got eight bays and it's a nice scuzzy interface no no the drobo I, share is like that i think isn't that, uh, that network I, I would device? say that was a waste of money yeah that was that was 200 bucks and it sits underneath the drobo and it basically it's just you know it's better easier to have your drobo plugged into a pc and share the drive from there you get better performance right 
Um, but this robe is a lot more yeah. money, right, than this Windows home server thing, right? It, it is, yeah. Right. I mean, the, the difference in it is it's like Drobo is purely kind of like a drive array. The Windows home server has become like this server that's doing everything. I have a Domino server on it now. It's it's literally used as the media server for for iPods. It's used as the media server for the PlayStation. Um, it it's just sits there and it kind of runs. And it's I've actually got the HP one. You, you know, Windows home server, you can get it as an OEM as a build your own thing so you can take your own hardware and build your own one or you can put in a vmware session if you wanted to mm -hmm. but um the it's, average user it's about HP. the size it's about the size of uh three red books you know what's a red book they don't like they, they, they're things from the past that uh, they used no they still do red books just not physical ones for lotus mm -hmm. products they're called wikis what about gaming you know carl you mentioned uh, and chris i think you mentioned some yep. of the gaming consoles you know what um you know are, are people that you now still buying consoles? Oh my gosh! Did you not see the release of the Call of Duty that just came out? We'll talk the about new it. It's supposed two? to be the biggest game ever, right? Biggest game. Uh, it actually ever. outsold. It's the largest media launch ever done with uh, first day sales of three hundred million dollars. The difference being that you're paying sixty dollars to buy, you know, a copy Versus of it. Fifty bucks. Well, fifty instead of buying a nine dollar movie, so it beat the Dark Knight and everything else. But the biggest launch ever. That so I, I actually did buy that at the weekend. See, Carl's one of those. those is it well, Xbox only, or no? It's Xbox. It's PlayStation Three. Okay. I, I don't know if it's PC. got the Wii. It's pretty advanced. Gra I mean, no. the graphics are amazing. They're on the PlayStation. They're ten ten eighty p, whatever it is. Yes. And uh, it looks like you're watching, you know, somebody that's photographed a war scene. There are some, you know, there was a big fuss about it with the violence in it. Yep. And I have to say, there are some bits in it that you kind of go. That was kind of pointless. That didn't really need to be in there for the storyline. There's like one scene where you have to go in, you have to pretend to be Russian, and you just run through an airport shooting all the public. Well, you remember that they made and it you an kind of go, And you kind of go, um, yeah, I can see why people thought this bit was maybe not necessary, you know, to be done this way or something. Mm. Is it a big game outside the United States? It's yeah. huge everywhere, yeah. Wow. I mean, the, the thing with all these games, the thing that makes them really popular is you can play other people on the web. So remember when uh, Doom 2 or whatever let you play other people on the network? Right. And that became even bigger than it was as just a single person shoot them up? The thing is with these things is that, you know, computers are kind of predictable to a certain extent and, and the in artificial intelligence, people can figure it out. With human beings, you know, you can be running along somewhere and somebody can be waiting behind a door that nobody's ever waited behind before and they shoot you kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Well, you gotta, that's you gotta... where I think these things take off is just the, the whole community thing of people playing each other and they did a big change they dedicate usually they used to have for each release previous the company that made this they had dedicated game servers available for pc users of the game this is the first time they've not made dedicated game servers for pc users where it started and they've got like a two hundred thousand user petition out there complaining about it but the company said uh sorry but this is where the money is now but they'll end up doing it probably but the pc users are saying you know don't leave those that started you out Online is multiplayer. Oh my gosh, it's it's fanatical. And you hear these people screaming at you and stuff. I I only tried it out for the first time of the weekend. It's pretty amazing. Have you seen the the prices drop on the consoles? Yeah, yeah. two ninety nine now for a PlayStation Three Slim. They do a smaller version of the PlayStation. Right, but the Wii, now. the Wii and the Xbox, uh, the the prices are low. The Wii is one ninety nine yeah. now. Yeah, they just yeah. dropped that right. Mm -hmm. They just yeah. dropped that one, and the Wii doesn't have it. Wii has the Conduit, which is their first person shooter game they have. And then the you know Xbox 360 is dropping again too. Now the Wii still doesn't have a HDMI output, right? No, it doesn't. The, the Xbox does the, but not yeah. the. Uh, 
Wii. Yeah, Wii no, is I mean, still a component. The, the reason the reason why I got a PlayStation originally, and it's it's a couple of years now, was you know I got this Blu-ray. great great big fantastic sharp TV, and I had nothing that was giving me the 1080p, and I wanted to see what it looked like. So I went and got it as a Blu-ray player, and it had the side benefit of oh, you could yep. play games on it. And it turns out I use that now all the time for watching BBC iPlayer and for watching Netflix and for watching, you know, uh, Hulu, which gives me access to, you know, a ton of TV shows that I can't get because I got rid of cable. Right. And it's, well, you it's, know, ama- it's amazing how much TV I now watch through the PlayStation versus watching through the TiVo. Well, you know what they added today to the Xbox? Today was the launch date of Facebook. Oh, they added Twitter, Twitter and Facebook, right? And that's now, coming to the PlayStation 3 in the next update. Oh, there's there's nothing. Well, they sell an actual media controller now for the Xbox that has a keypad in it. But there's nothing really? funnier than, oh, yeah, it's got a full keypad. There's nothing funnier than watching teenagers that are, live on Facebook on the Xbox trying it out, trying to type with that on-screen controller <laughs> without a keypad. Trying to type messages. I sat there for like 10 minutes watching them try to type messages on Facebook. <laughs> it was the most humorous so, event of the evening. Well, that's like so trying to use the on-screen keyboard of the Apple TV. It, it, if correct. you ever want to torture me, that's what you do, okay? Uh, you make you, me you use, should use, use a TiVo keyboard. That's just as bad. Oh, it's, yeah, same thing. What are, they, now, what are these people talk, thinking when they design like, this is, stuff? It's Stream because it. you've got a remote in your hand and you've limited space. Now, actually, one thing I was going to say about PlayStation 3, which makes a great gift for somebody if they already have one, it's just the the Sony PlayStation Bluetooth remote control. It's like thirty bucks, probably twenty bucks if you look around, and it it basically looks like a regular remote control, and you can use it to stop, play, start. But it lets you stop, play, start your online streaming media or your DVDs that you're playing. It's just much easier to use for people when they come visit than the traditional PlayStation Three uh, game controller. Mm-hmm. L- let's rewind a little bit, Jess. Yeah, you have a little one. What kind of gadget envy does a two year old have? She actually plays the Xbox. We've been downloading games from Xbox Live for her, so we'll probably do that. She likes um there's a game called Marbles, I think that's what it's called. Yep. And you actually just like the whole game, it's actually kind of fun. You just kind of roll a marble around on the screen. Um and you have to get it into like a little container. Um but she loves it. Like she can take the re- the remote and drive it around and then we also got her um a mini golf game that she likes to play, so you know, downloading games from Xbox Live. I think we just solved the car accident. She she wasn't. It was, it was she she actually was in it's, the back seat attempting Grand Theft Auto. It was it was the, it was the beginning of The Simpsons. Now, it's funny. My my niece is the same age as your daughter. I think they're probably a couple of weeks different, is what it was. And I was chatting to my brother about what she's up to, and apparently she loves flying the helicopter on Microsoft Flight Simulator. It always yeah, goes back to it. Flight Simulator with Carl. Always, you know. <laughs> hey, everything comes back to Flight Simulator. <laughs> so, Jess, what about car lovers? You know, what kind of gadgets are people getting in their minis? You just got a brand new mini. Congratulations. I did. Thank you. Thank you. Complete 360 from my last car because it couldn't be too close and, and I wanted the <laughs> other experience. So, Eloise was all, you know, nice and, you know, bright and cheerful and, and very lightweight and no options. This and, is Call of Duty this- model. A design 360, not a car 360, right? It's the same. Well, it's exact same car, but just one 180. That's what really what I should have said. I mean, just check it. <laughs> you know, like, just hey, check. take a tree and get out of here. You sound like an idiot when you say it wrong. <laughs> I pulled a 180, but um, no. So this car is dark with dark blue with blue mirrors and a black roof, and and it's fully loaded. It has like every single option a a car can have. So, so do you have like a iPod connector and satellite or anything or? It doesn't. I don't have satellite radio, but it has. Uh, it has um, the MP3 connectors and 
you know, like the sunroof and moonroof and heated seats and fog lights and the xenon lights and the premium sound system. So I'm very excited. Did it come I with love the car, the car Roomba? <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know what? A mini and a Roomba, they aren't too different in size. You could just put, they have, atta- they have attachments <laughs> on the bottom of the mini. Can't you pull the mini into the Roomba? No, you can actually just pull it in the house and plug it into the wall. You have to, you have to, pick, it up, you have to pick it up before you turn the vacuum cleaner on because it always gets sucked up. <laughs> no, for cars, what I like to get for cars, a, a good gift to somebody is something called um, the ProClip car mount system. And what you do is you can go to this site called ProClipUSA.com. Oh, and, and it's like a two-part system. You choose your car. And it, they give you for thirty. You spend thirty dollars, and you buy this um, custom mount that's been specially designed for your car. And it all ProClips parts are totally removable. They don't. There are no permanent attachments, right? So, like mine for the Mini, it goes on um, the little down tube, and in Matt's car, it um, you know, it hooks on his vent. So it's you just, have to look. Wait, wait. You have to look at the picture on the site. Everyone that's listening, go to the site. You guys have to see the picture because you basically cover every vent in your car with these clips. You will never get heat or air conditioning. Every, every <laughs> single vent that. has a clip. Look at it. The picture has a clip on every single vent. Aren't in you car. supposed to put those little helicopters in there? Okay. So hold on. So you buy you first. You buy the mount for your car, which may or may not go on the vent. <laughs> My car doesn't. Oh my God, he's right. <laughs> um, okay, so you buy the the mount, and then after that, you tell it what device you have. Then they have one for just about every single device, and they 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 come out with new devices, you know, every week. It's a custom mount for that device, and so it just screws on to the clip. So the great thing about that is, if you ever get a new car or if you get a new device, you only need to buy the the appropriate secondary holder. And you will always have a custom mount and a custom holder for whatever device you have. You know, I've gone through a couple of different cars and tons of different devices. And every time it's like a minimal amount of money to get right back to where I was. Um, you know, for it's great for somebody like me um, or my husband or if you have an MP3 player and a phone. In my case, I have just one device. So I definitely need it to be kind of, you know, front and center where I can see it, as as Chris Miller pointed out right on this website, this person has about five different devices on their car, like a BlackBerry, <laughs> iPhone, and GPS. Um, but it's just a great way that if you ever get a new device, you don't have to rebuy an entire different system. Duct tape. So, yeah, duct tape. Well, that duct always tape. works. Duct tape's like 100 meters long. It lasts forever. <laughs> and it's cheap. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I, just, I pulled up my car, and you can actually hook different holders together on the same mount and create like a display panel of your devices. This thing, this is more distracting than just twittering <laughs> while she was driving. <laughs> That's right. It was. It was oh. the way she goes. Oh my God! There's a truck. It's about to. It did <laughs> hit, hit me. <laughs> yes, I. I was twittering. Hey, there's a car. It's perpendicular. It's crossing the intersection right in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> this is. This is crazy. So, Bruce, they, what about you? What about uh, you as far as gadgets, you know, I got. What, what are you going to get, Gail? She's not listening to this. Um, what am I going to? You know, uh, I wish Sean was on the show tonight, but I, I, I wanted to talk about. Oh, oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, for cooking gadgets, you know, Gail, Gail's a great cook, and you know, she's always whining and complaining that she doesn't have certain things in the kitchen. So I was going to Pampered Chef. I'm here. Go to Pampered Chef. Find yourself one of those cool gadgets that slice like what do you strawberries. Mean you are here? I'm, I can answer hey, that question. 
think Geek actually has a pretty um a pretty cool gadget if if you you use all, all the burners on your stove at once it's like a four burner timer and so you can set each burner can have its own timer. Mm -hmm. It's pretty cool. I was going to buy her a copy of IQ Jam. What are you talking about? My, Microsoft Flight Simulator has a timer in it. <laughs> <laughs> it has a couple for when you're flying IFR, you know? Now, I, I don't know. You know, I got a question for all, all you guys. Are the iPod Touches still popular with people and kids, or are they kind big of big time, so they still are? Big time. iPod yeah, Touch yeah. is going to take, take over gaming, you think? Gaming, no, but I think that with everything it does, including the Wi-Fi, you can load Skype, you can load your Twitter stuff, you can load your browsing, you can control your Apple TV, you can control a ton of other apps for your internal devices. Yeah, Sonos and stuff so, like yeah, that. It, it's great in the house. I use mine on Wi-Fi mode in the house all the time, mm -hmm. and you can do pretty much everything you want to do. Yeah, I was thinking about getting one of those Sonos S5s for the house. I think Volker Weber's blogged about it. So you don't need to have you know a, a, a set of dedicated speakers and an amp. You just plug this thing in and it hooks up to the network and poof, you have music in a room. Yep. So I that, say yes. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah, me too. And it it's got great reviews. So, um, so for the for the traveler, I'd recommend a slingbox. If you know somebody that's a big traveler, buy them a slingbox. Oh. They can then watch their local soccer games, football games, hockey games, whatever in their hotel room with accessing their slingbox and things. Mm -hmm. Carl, Carl, did you see? Uh, Liverpool and Man U the other you know, couple weeks ago. No, no. See, that's Slingbox. That's what it's there another, for. Another good gift for somebody. I, I, I actually, uh, I think, was it Liverpool won that one? I think. Yeah, one zero. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Jess. Well, another good gift um, is a wireless weather station. It's something that's just in my kitchen. I can't live without that thing. I treated myself to well, one of those. Do you have like, a window in your a kitchen? Month ago. Do I have a window in my kitchen? Yeah, you can look outside and say, Ooh. Yeah, but it does the window doesn't tell you how cold it is. I can look outside and it doesn't tell me anything about the temperature. <laughs> this, it tells me the indoor temperature, the outdoor temperature. It tells me it's actually got a little guy on it, and he's the way he's dressed, it tells me how to dress. Like He, he has an umbrella <laughs> if it's going to rain, and he has a winter jacket on if it's going to be really cold. And <laughs> it's going to be, if you have kids, it might actually be kind of fun just to see but what... You know, see what weather boy is wearing today. <laughs> For those of you that maybe have a lower budget, you can also do that with a dried fish on the roof. Um, <laughs> and, and the other thing I think is, isn't it like a stone if it's wet or dry or the moss on it or something like that? There's, there's alternatives out there for you that, that are looking for cheaper alternatives. Well, I actually, I got a wireless weather station just a few weeks ago, and I have to say I'm really glad I got it. I think I know what you need to get, uh, Gail, Bruce. Go ahead. What is it, Chris? You had, didn't you release IQ Jam today? Yes. With the release of your product suite, I think you should treat her to the new 2009 BMW M3 convertible. She's a Lexus chick. Oh, well, then we can get her one of those cool holders for her vents on her car. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I told her if she can sell, you know, a million bucks worth of software, she'd get an IS250. You're so generous. Yeah. <laughs> you have, you're so, so nice of you. Yeah. What, now, what's, what about what an, o, that? Yeah. an OLED just, TV? How about one of those OLEDs? I have more TVs than I know what to do with. <laughs> so do my know, I, watched, I watched an LED TV, and I don't know. It's weird. It was almost, it was so perfect, it was distracting. If that's if that makes any sense, like it was so I'll, perfect. I'll send you a home video of me, and it'll fix that. <laughs> no, it looked like it looked like a movie set in terms of it was so smooth and everything. Like the right things to look at were so vivid um, that it was so clear. You could actually like see 
everything on their clothing, you could see that they were kind of fra- you know frayed and that they were old props they were using and yeah and it was it was very distracting. It was so clear. You know so how you vinyl like records are coming back. TV. Yeah, yeah. Huh? You'd like you'd streaming like, TV. You'd like streaming TV because you still get artifacts and stuff, so it's still a little fuzzy sometimes. Yeah. It made it a lot easier to watch. <laughs> so I, I know there's another gadget that both Chris and I are big fans of, and I think they have a new version out a few couple of months ago, and that's for the photographer in your family is the iFi card. Yes. Yeah, that's a great that's a great Which, thing. Which uh, I think now supports video as well, so if your camera can take video, it'll automatically upload video. So, so Carl, explain to uh, people who may not know what it is, what it does. So if you have a camera, it could be a fancy digital SSL, SLR or a small handheld, you know, point-and-shoot camera. Most likely, or quite likely, good odds, it's going to have an SD card slot in it. An iFi is just a SD memory card, but it has built into it uh, a Wi-Fi transmitter and receiver. And what it does is as you take pictures, it will send through your wireless network or whatever wireless network you have access to. It will upload the pictures whilst you're taking other pictures. So as long as you leave the power on in the camera, it will upload the photos to Flickr or wherever you set it to upload them to. Now, there used to be an issue, which was, you know, you could take pictures and maybe you'd take some pictures that you didn't want to get posted to Flickr or posted (laughs) publicly. And, um, you know, if you were quick, you could turn off the power on your camera and then do it manually. (laughs) But if you were slow, then all of a sudden they appear on Facebook and everywhere else. So they've actually updated the software now and... Most cameras have the ability to save to protect an image so yeah. that you can't delete it by just pressing the delete key. Right. Accidentally. So now what they have is if you protect the image, it will then send it up to the network. If you don't protect the image, it won't send it. And and the reason why it has to do it that way is because cameras don't have any kind of interface integration with the iFi card, which means the iFi card can work with pretty much any camera that supports an SD slot. And it, it's one of those things that you look at it and you're like, well, it's just a regular SD card, but it has this little Wi-Fi transmitter in it. How much and is it? And it just works. Uh, they're yeah. now down to about 35 bucks. Well, the cheap one. Then they also have one now that does uh, automatic geotagging of your photos also. Yeah, although that's that's not based on GPS. It's based upon uh, Wi-Fi information. So it's a little – it's not that great. Well, it, it'll really suck if uh, you're at, like, one of the casinos that sends it out through another casino in another part of the country. Yeah, and if you're, like, where I live, where there is no Wi-Fi, it's always going to be from wherever you upload the image from. So it's not where you took the photo. So that feature, I think, is kind of a nice idea but doesn't work in reality. I've been using it for three years now. I think three years. Yeah. I love my and, iFi card. And that's how Chris and I managed to get the pictures uploaded so quick whilst we're sitting in the uh, opening sessions at mm-hmm. Lotus. <laughs> All right. Well, we covered a lot of gadgets. and, and I had one more. Gosh uh, darn it. Hold on. I had one more. An right. ebook reader. I don't care if it's – I want one. Did but you miss a, a our new... show on re- ebook yeah. readers? No, no, I'm just saying. That's, you said Christmas gadget. It, a new ebook reader is what which, like. which one, Chris? I don't care at this point, um, honestly. They're all going to be pretty similar. What I, which what I prefer is uh, one of the ones that does the wireless sync that I can order on demand and not pay a fee. So that limits it down to like two what are or those, three. What are those e-book, Vestro or something? What are those e-book reads as uh, Toys R Us? No, not one of those. I don't want one of the <laughs> Toys R Us brands. Uh, no, I want an actual real one. I have one of the original uh, Sony e-readers from back in the day. Still have the power, still sync to it, everything. But, uh, no, I'm sorry, the RCA e-book. I have the original RCA e-book. Love it. Still works great, but... Nowadays, I want one of the new ones that can do an on-demand wireless buy. Yeah. I think we haven't seen anything in the ebook market yet, but I'm not going to go any further than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we know why you're saying that, but you'll get fired. 
Yeah. So that's not true. Um, so you don't know why you're saying that, or you will get you don't, or you don't know why you'll get fired. <laughs> so any uh, any other gadget recommendations for everyone before we uh, before I, I I go and put this thing together for everybody? Jess, any anything for you? Any any um, last minute gadgets that gonna pop out of your head? Um, probably like, well, okay, yeah, there is one. I knew it's, it. I actually got. Um, I've had an air purifier before, and I don't know if anybody else in here has, but if you have them, they're kind of like network administrators in which you don't know what they're actually doing for you until you turn it off and it's not there anymore. <laughs> then so you, you turn off your network administrator. So Paul Mooney's got an on-off switch, right? <laughs> hey, if you don't have a network administrator, that's when you realize everything that the network administrator actually did once they're not there. But air purifiers are kind of the same way. But we have this one. Um, I got it secondhand, and it's actually from Brookstone, and it's really cool. The difference between that and regular air purifiers is that this one, it actually, like, takes oxygen and, like, sends it into the room instead of just sucking it all out like normal air purifiers do. Isn't and so you really notice a difference. You have it on for, like, 10 minutes, and it's, you know, we've slept wonderfully. So if you have issues sleeping, it's it's a good pick. Carl? It, wait, it, wait, it takes oxygen out of the room and puts oxygen back in the room? Sends fresh oxygen into the room. Yeah. Where's it getting the fresh oxygen from? I have no idea. Unless it's just purified oxygen, it's sending. Is it this back. like bottles? Carl, Carl she, she likes it. This isn't MythBusters or anything. I'm just exactly. <laughs> she she likes it. Just back off. All right. So Carl, what about you? But uh, I have one more question about that. Did you say that you got it from Brookstone secondhand? No, no. It's it is oh, this a is Brookstone secondhand oxygen. Oh, okay. I'm it, thinking like, like why are Brookstone selling stuff? No, secondhand? sorry. All right. Sorry. Uh and I don't I don't have any other recommendations for gadgets, you know. I'm I'm low on the gadget totem pole there. I'm not I'm not very needy. So, uh I guess I guess the only other is if you have somebody that doesn't have a uh, GPS yet for their car, it's a great thing to have in there for emergencies whatever. Yes it is. Yes it is. In fact, all and the they're, and they're cheap now. Okay. Well, Chris, thanks uh, for appearing uh, on on such late notice to the uh, 1352 report here. And Jess, you know, I'm I'm over this uh, this you know Rhode Island thing with you, so it's done, <laughs> okay. And Carl, I don't care where you live, okay. Well, we we have clean oxygen here. <laughs> All right, that's a wrap for episode 14 of the 1352 report. Uh, many kudos, and Chris, Chris. Yes, I'm in Missouri. You you had a <laughs> you you had a, an announcement at uh, at the tri-state lug last week. I'll let you uh, you know bumper out here with uh, what what that announcement was. Tri-state lug. Oh, Spike Studio Productions launched. Uh, it is now a conglomerate, a niche podcast network. So it encompasses a few of the names that you know and may not know, but SpikeStudio.com is the place to go. So it's I do notes. It's uh, notes and nine. Dave Leedy. It's the Social Geeks, which is a social media podcast. Uh, some other stuff's coming in the next couple of weeks that I can't announce yet because I'm not allowed. Okay, good. Congratulations. It's, it's good to see more podcasts in the Lotus world. And uh, I think uh, this mo- well, well, for sure, this morning, um, Chris and I, and I don't know if Jess or Carl were on the Lotus community call where Julian and I talked about the Taking Notes podcast and how we put it together and how other people like yourselves can be doing what we're doing right now. So that's it for episode 14. We'll catch you uh, real soon. Say goodbye. Oh, yeah. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>